Hey y'all, I'm Myth, and I'm the weirdest bitch you know. This is my podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to a full moon tarot transmission. I am switching things up a little bit instead of doing a video that I normally do on my Patreon I will be sharing the full moon reading here because I feel like this is a big one and it's one (sighs) I just felt called to share it in this way. It is a full moon in Virgo. If you're looking at it astrologically, it is at the time of this recording, I am already feeling the intensity of this full moon and you may be as well, but technically it's tomorrow. Though I really observe the full moon the day before, day of, you know, at its peak, and the day after. So these are all good days to connect with the invitation of the moon. Um, same with same with the new moon. Um, obviously, it's a different vibe, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I see it. Connect with the invitation, do the work, you know, whatever work you have to do, whether that's spell work or uh, journaling, self-reflection, yeah, whatever you're feeling called to do um, at this, at this lunation, for this lunation, uh, yeah, this is, this is the time. Yeah, I, the big thing that keeps coming up for me um, is the question, do I need this? Do I actually need this? <laughs> um, I don't know. I I do know, actually. I, I know another part of that download, or it's not really download, but yeah, part of that prompt, that invitation that keeps coming up of, do I need this? Uh, or is it something I'm hanging on to because of scarcity mindset that I'm still deprogramming from do I need this is it worth it to my nervous system do I need to prove anything do I need to you know why why do I need to set the record straight (laughs) is one of is one of the things too it's like yeah I I don't I'm not sure um so anyway those are things that have kind of come up without me consulting the cards I um also today, I, this might sound a little strange um, to some of you if you don't know much about my practice, which it has evolved a lot, but I, uh, I'm i starting to work more with bibliomancy and I did, I did a little session with myself today with uh, the Bible. So uh, I understand that for some people, uh, reading anything from the Bible is triggering. And I was that person for a very long time. I felt that way. I didn't want to hear about anything related to scripture. And I'll also mention I'm not Christian. So uh, I don't consider myself a Christian. Not that I need to explain that, but I understand that this part may not be for everyone, but I do want to share what came through because 
I just picked I picked up this Bible um recently at a secondhand store. I actually I posted about it a little bit on Twitter and uh it's it's so sweet. It's um anyhow, on to the actual message that I got and you know if it if it fits in for you, if it means something to you, great. If not, all right. You can totally dis- disregard. Um but I I kind of love I love that about bibliomancy, right? It's like it's kind of like um like with dreams, right? Things can be metaphorical and maybe it doesn't mean anything for you now, but maybe it'll mean something later. So, anyhow, um let me check what part of the actual Bible it's even in. Okay. It's Isaiah from Isaiah 33. Um It's verse 18. Thine heart shall meditate terror. Where is the scribe? Where is the receiver? Where is he that counted the towers? And I'll just read that again (laughs) in case you missed it. And just to slow my myself down as well. Thine heart shall meditate terror. Where is the scribe? Where is the receiver? Where is he that counted the towers? Now, I don't want to get too deep into what I think that means for me. But I do want to point out that in in the tarot, tower, the tower card, actually key 16, is about things falling apart. What you have built must be cleared. Uh, One way or another, that shit's fallen down. So I think that that mention of the tower, it for me it uh it connects with the tarot and this is a tarot transmission for this virgo full moon so i say this pretty often in my you know the video version of this that is normally what i offer uh i am not an astrologer i have a working knowledge of astrology but i am a tarot reader so What I have to say about astrology is through my own study, but that is not my area of expertise. I focus on the moon and uh, that that's pretty much as far as what's happening celestially. That's the thing I really know about that. And I know that Virgo is attached. um, It is associated with Chiron. And I do know about Chiron because... I think about healing 24-7, healing and wounding. I think about and talk about these topics every day. Uh, and so Chiron being connected to that, right? Uh, <laughs> it's the wounded healer archetype. So if you are into astrology and or you're getting into astrology and you want to look in your chart, at your chart where your Chiron is, 
what house it is in, what sign it is in, that might there might be something there for you to discover as well. I encourage you to do that self-exploration if it feels safe. Because one message I'm getting at this time is that a lot of us are in a place where we are able to actually <laughs> open the closet where we've shoved everything in so that we could keep using the space in our home. And now it's time to take all that shit out and look at it, right? Spring cleaning. Do I need this? What can I let go of? And I've made the joke before that every moon is not about letting go of something. I agree, right? There's so many other energies at play, other messages that can come through. But yeah, spring cleaning, seeing what really serves, getting down to basics, getting down to our essentials in a metaphorical and a literal way. Um, You know, if you need to do that deep clean on your house, you know, the full moon might be a a good time to ritualize that. And that is something I I plan to do myself tomorrow uh, in between the other things that I have to do. Um, Yeah, I I love that about earth signs. I'm a Capricorn. I'm not going to get into like where my Chiron is because I, yeah, I don't need to share that. But uh, what I love about being a Capricorn and earth signs in general, it's like, they, they bring us back down to earth, right? We're all, ra- I have at least observed, many of us are really wrapped up in our own stories, our own emotions. And this is that invitation to look at what is here in front of you? What is here on the ground? What does the soil have to say to you? What do the plants have to say to you? Look at the clouds. What do they have to say? Because all of that, even though, I mean, we can we can look at our environment as all of the elements present, but I, I'm feeling with this Virgo moon, it's like we get a reality check in a lot of ways. And this may feel deeply uncomfortable. It may feel, I don't know. Uh, but I just want to mention that it's, you know, do the self-tending you need to do. Ask yourself, do I need this? Is it worth it to my nervous system? Okay. Uh, am I doing things out of obligation? Why am I doing that? What is it about me that is allowing for that, actually? Um, sometimes we don't have a choice, and I acknowledge that. Sometimes we have a choice, but it's the harder choice to say no to things. It's the harder choice to set boundaries with people we love or like or respect. Uh, it's, yeah, this is all Virgo energy. I, I feel that you may, and it's still, we're still technically in Pisces season as well. Um, so listen to your dreams. What is coming through? What realizations have you had? Have How many, if any, mental breakdowns have you had where you've needed to cry? I don't even want to call it a mental breakdown. Sometimes it's just that cathartic experience of getting whatever's left out of your body, out of your tear ducts. And is there room now, right? Do I need this? Do I need these tears? Can I, can I let them leave and make room for new insights uh, growth, 
you know, grief is heavy. And I'm not saying everyone is crying over grief, but I think that it would make a lot of sense that there's grief from the last few years that we've had. And what I love about Pisces energy is that it's an ending of a cycle. We're heading into Aries season. We also have um, Equinox coming up, which um, if you celebrate, I hope you have a wonderful Equinox. Um, yeah, so <laughs> coming coming back to the cards, let's. I want to get into what they have to say as well, what's coming up for us. Um, I did pull a card right as I started recording, and it actually reminded me uh, something I saw today on Instagram, which I haven't really been, I've been trying to do better about just not being online all the time because I get sucked in. Part of my neurodivergence is like, I will just stay on the apps and I'm really working on that myself. It's something I'm working on kind of letting go of because it does have a hold on me, (laughs) not going to lie. Um, but okay, I digress. Something I saw today on Instagram, uh, I think it was Mary Blue, Mary Blue. She's an herbalist that I follow and I enjoy a lot. And, um, I I guess in front of the shop where that she owns or she works at, I don't know, there is, there was like a, a garbage truck that broke down and there's just trash all over, all over the street. Um, and the reason I'm sharing this is three tarot cards also amongst all of the debris, three tarot cards. And the card I just pulled was the first one in that, uh, set as well. And so I'm going to share the cards. She shared this post publicly, asked for interpretations. And so I kind of want to just talk about it because I, I saw it, I had the space to respond. And this, the first card is here in my hand, um, two of coins, uh, the, the pentacles. Okay. Coins, pentacles, same thing. Okay. If you want to look at your, a Ryder Smith weight deck, uh, or Google the, the images, that's fine. For reference, I'm using the Somnia Tarot. So the two of coins is the first card, um, that came forward and then also the 10 of swords and the, what was that last one? Oh yeah. The ace of wands. Those are the three cards that were just, uh, amongst the, the garbage. Okay. And my interpretation of that, my very simple, concise, like one line interpretation is that in order to find balance with the psychic weight, the burden of, you know, how much pain is in the world, how much, you know, mental anguish we can experience by, you know, having this on our minds, um, we also have to keep our spark alive. We have to do our little projects. We have to do the things that, um, activate us in a way for change and movement. So whatever you have to do to keep your spark alive in these times, it, you know, there's, there's balance. There's balance between being informed about what's going on in the world and, uh, you know, a personal practice, your personal spiritual life. 
okay? Um, if you are doom scrolling all the time, which is a really bad, um, I'll, I'll say it's a detrimental habit that I personally have, you're actually not doing anything. You're not being activated. You might be uh, filling up on horror stories that will, you know, potentially move you towards something. Um, but if it's, if you're not, if it's not making you do anything, if it's not activating you to actually go do, you know, help someone, (laughs) it's not, you know, posting is not activism. I'll say that it it can connect people with resources and we should always do that. Uh, but I'll say that time online, uh, is not, it's not necessarily productive for social change. So, um, yeah, this two of coins that just came forward is the same that if you want to look at the post, it's, I think it's on her Instagram still. It's just Mary Blue Herbalist. I'm in no way affiliated with her at all. Um, I just, I saw the post and I thought I would share since this card came up here again. So yeah, balance. There's this call to balance. And I think too, to look at what's right here in front of us, right? What is tangible? What can I get my hands on? What can I reach? What is in my reach that I can um, change or manipulate? Manipulate in a positive way, right? (laughs) Manipulate, I think it always sounds negative, but some shit needs to be manipulated for things to change, right? Some things need to shift. What can what can I get my hands on and actually shift in the present? How can I be in the present and do that? What do I need to let go of so I can do that? <laughs> if I'm if I'm deep in that, you know, 10 of swords energy, how can I how can I have any um movement, right? If you are familiar with the 10 of swords, there are swords through the person's back, pinning them to the ground, right? It's like, I don't need to know everything that's happening in the world. I don't need to know everything that's happening interpersonally because I can't actually handle all that information. It's too much. (laughs) It's too much. I don't need to see everyone's opinions all the time. Sometimes, sure. Um, but if it brings me into paralysis, if it overwhelms my nervous system to the point where I can't move, then I just, you know, I got to make different choices. And that is where that, um, you know, ace of wands comes through. And again, uh, th- those are only one of those cards is in front of me, but just referring to um, the three that came up earlier. Okay. So I'm going to ask, what are we letting go of specifically? Is there something that we're meant to release? Oh, damn it. (laughs) Actually, I mean, I'll say when when I mention release, I don't mean we are done with this energy forever. We're going to rip it up and throw it away. It's like, no, we've learned the lesson of this cycle with this card, this energy. The devil... So y'all, the devil card is about, 
I'm hearing tonight it's about control. It is about shame. It is about our thing that we're addicted to. I'll say that that is, you know, a pretty traditional way to look at it. Um, whatever that means, right? <laughs> harmful, t- harmful tradition, even like societal roles, expectation, expectation, right? Being bound to someone or something because it's the role that we think we're meant to play, not what we want, not who we actually are. And I think, at least on this version of the card from the Somnia deck, we have the devil. Um, it's like there's these loose ropes covering pe- the people. It's like, yeah, you're you're chained, but just like in the Ryder Smith uh, version of the deck, right? The chains are loose enough. You can choose to walk away. You can choose to move. And there may be consequences for that, right? But you're actually free. You can choose to be free from whatever it is that feels like just permanent. I'm stuck, right? So we're, we've learned our lesson. We've learned for this cycle um, with the devil. We've, we've learned what we need to here, right? We don't have to beat ourselves up about it anymore. I think part of the devil card for me is this belief that there is something inherently wrong with me, right? There's something inherently bad about me. And that is an extremely limited and harsh belief to carry. It comes, you know, I can, I can kind of point to where it comes from, but it it doesn't really matter, right? Um, I think the devil card too, it's like, it makes me think of the specific, like the ways that I have been indoctrinated, the ways that maybe you can relate to uh, being indoctrinated with this this fear, right? This fear of consequence. If you don't do X, Y, Z, the devil's going to get you. If you don't do that, um, or if you do this sin, whatever that sin is, right? Uh, you'll go to hell and burn forever and no one can help you. And, you know, that was like, this shame and fear used as a tool, uh, for control. Right. So that's like, that's our deal with the devil that we're, that we're letting go of it. Right. This contract is canceled. We're done with it. Goodbye devil. Um, yeah, this is, this is just one of those cards. I've just, I've realized what an ally it is because it just shows me what I don't have. I don't have to do it. I don't have, whatever it is, you don't have to do it. Um, the things that you think you must do, it's like doing stuff for appeasement, doing things out of obligation, right? We see the physical toll that has taken. We see the, the ways that it has eroded our sense of self. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask what we're moving into just collectively. (sighs) the hermit. (sighs) Okay. The hermit. There's just a lot to unpack here because we're moving out of the devil, moving into the hermit and something that I find once you go through this, this trial with the devil, right? It's like, I'm redefining, you redefine who you are, right? Um, 
you get this idea, this image of like, okay, this is what I'm actually working with, right? Um, The devil relates to Capricorn, right? So like Virgo, Capricorn, Earth, right? Oh, here's what's actually here. Here's what I actually have to work with. And then what we're moving into, because now that we know what we know, right, about ourselves, about our, our path, with the hermit, it's like, okay, time to go within now. Time to go within. And the hermit is connected to Virgo. So also this earth, this earth sign, this sign that this full moon is in. Hermit. Now, the hermit does not mean isolate. Okay? If you are someone who isolates, uh, I read somewhere, and this may or may not be true for everyone, but I read um, that if you are someone who self-isolates when you get depressed or, you know, or you're having a hard time, that may be because when you were a child, you didn't have the support you needed. You didn't have uh, someone who was emotionally available to take care of you during through that sort of thing, uh, whatever it is. And so the hermit card is not about isolation. In fact, when I am really deep in the hermit card, I am I, I'm more open for genuine connection with my close inner circle. And I'll say that my close inner circle is like two people. And um, they're not people I talk to every day. <laughs> it's, it's like the hermit mode is like that deep, um, deep looking within. Okay. Also, this card being connected to Virgo and uh, connected with the number nine, it's key nine in many tarot traditions. Um, I say many, uh, in some tarot traditions, okay. Uh, Number nine, I associate personally with protection. Protect your energy. Is it worth it to my nervous system? Um, This version of the card from the Somnia Tarot has uh, the hermit actually walking into the sea with a lantern and a sword. And it does feel like that, right? Do we have to, it's like, you don't have to fight, but you can carry a big stick, carry your sword just in case to carve out your path or, you know, just as another layer of protection, protect your energy, um, be with yourself, right? That lantern, you know, symbolizes different things. But what I'm hearing tonight is, that lantern is just symbolizing you protecting the your essence, right? The thing, I just got this image of, you know, that spark, the uh, ace of wands, right? That that spark is what goes into the lantern of the hermit so that you, it may light your path. I was in a hermit year last year personally, right? Everybody has a birthday card, one card that um, some people call it the soul card. It's the one card connected to your birthday uh, and it doesn't change. And then we all collectively go through different cards um, each year and we personally go through a card each year. And last year I went through the hermit and the hermit card year for me I can't even, oh, there's a siren. I can't even express how much my path just 
opened up. And the reason for that is, I believe it is the year I was called the most to going inward. I finally realized that even though I process things externally, and I can do that, right, that going within is is key. It is just, it's the thing you need, okay? You have to go within because otherwise you are looking externally for everything, for validation, for a sense of what is right and wrong, for someone to tell you what to do, okay? We're looking for somebody else to it, notice in yourself if you are looking, if you're deferring to someone else to call the shots in any aspect of your life. Is there someone external that you are waiting on them to give you permission for something? I know that there's times we need permission. This is not about consent. This is not about, you know, things like that. I'm talking about your values, your behavior, your values, what you put up with, what you what you do in your life. Um, if they're not paying your bills and they are not, um, you know, <laughs> your child or your family that you must take care of, um, do you have to, you know, do you need this? <laughs> Can you look within and, and, and soul search and see, is that, is that really what you want to do? Or is that what is expected of you? I want to pull for just Virgo in energy in general. So if you're a Virgo placement, like Virgo, sun, moon, or rising, I just want to pull a card for y'all just to see what's here. Oh, I love this because this is, you know, I don't get a sense anything here is bad, but I do get the sense, you know, things are just fucking heavy, right? The major arcana cards are just big doors to walk through. They're just... They're sometimes they're heavy doors to open, and you know any the card I just pulled is the the ten of cups. And if you're not a Virgo placement, but you want to claim it, you know if you want to feel into this card, it's here for you. Um, but especially those of us with strong Virgo placements that, um, you know that you can you can look at where it is in your chart if you want. Uh, Ten of Cups is about our joy, right? It is about uh, finding joy and not needing to know what's next, really being present in the moment, okay? The world can be on fire and you can still, uh, you know, like enjoy this fucking sunset. You can still do that, right? I'm coming back to that two of coins, the two of pentacles. You can, you can do both. You have to do both. In fact, for survival, you have to be able to hold both. And it is indeed a balancing act. Um, but the 10 of cups in this deck, it's these, it's like these suspended buckets pouring water out onto a beach, right? And I just got the, the phrase pour one out for my homies, which it makes sense, you know, because I, I do get that sense too. It's like if you have lost someone and you have felt really disconnected, you know, if it's if you're available for it, think about the good times, you know, try to try to revisit the good times 
in a way where you can honor, you know, honor their memory and honor the times that you had. And that doesn't have to just be people who've passed on, just in general, people that are no longer in your life, you're allowed to look back and appreciate or look forward and appreciate. Uh, but mainly be here now is what I is what I hear with this. Be here for the temporary rainbows. Um, it doesn't mean everything's perfect. That's actually not going to happen in this lifetime, in any lifetime. Things just are not perfect. You are not perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. Perfect is fucking bullshit. You know, reach for what can make you happy now. And I don't mean comfort stuff. I don't mean like reach for stuff that is, you know, our vices, right? So instant gratification. I mean the actual joy, the simple things, the free things. Um, today, I guess it's not free, but I went, I, I'm not a big fan of zoos. I, you know, I have my feelings, but I had, we were invited to the zoo, um, by some family and I had such a wonderful day. It was super crowded and terrifying in so many ways. Um, but I also found moments within this experience that I, you know, I I struggled to stay open because I was like, okay, am I doing this out of obligation? What if I just go with the flow? I'm going to do it anyway. And we had a really, really good day. And I found my temporary rainbows, right? It's crowded. I'm very anxious being around a lot of people right now, you know? Um, and yet I saw one of my favorite plants, one of my BFFs, Brugmansia, um, which is, I, we, I think it was like devil's, an, or no, angel's trumpet that we saw, which is the exact, that's the one that is my absolute favorite of the Brugmansia, um, you know, of the Detoras. Uh, so anyway, I put it on my Instagram stories if you want to see. Uh, I mean if you're listening to this at the time of the full moon that I'm talking about. But if you're listening to this at another time, like you're in the right place. Um, if anything resonates for you at any time, you're in the right place. Uh, but that Instagram story will be gone. <laughs> so um, yeah, find the joy now. Um, it doesn't mean you have to like look past things that are shitty. It's not a bypass. It's not, you know, saying okay, everything's great, you know, or finding a silver lining on a shit sandwich. I'm not, it's not like that. Okay. It's, it's really, especially with this, uh, two of coins, it's, it's holding both the joy, the pain at the same time, you know, discomfort and possibility at the same time. Okay. So one last card is coming forward and I just want to mention it, um, that this may be under the surface for some of us or just, you know, still here, an overarching theme. And I don't want to relate it too heavily to the pandemic. I don't want to relate it too heavily to any one thing. I don't think I should hitch our collective wagon to this card being a specific thing because I think for all of us it may be something different. Though I do I do have a hunch what it may mean collectively 
Uh, we have the hanged man. The hanged man is still here, still hanging on. Okay. Really, the thing I'm hearing from this is like whatever you are trying to let go of during this Virgo full moon, right? As you are taking stock, taking everything out, look, you know, that metaphorical or literal shoebox full of photos or you know, that old shirt that has a stain on it, right? Again, metaphorical or literal, if you are not ready to let go of that for whatever reason, you know, it forcing yourself is not necessarily helpful because then it's like, okay, get to grieve again, <laughs> right? If you are just still in it, if you are still deep in the grief, if you are still in this, what it is is a process of dying, with the hanged man. Um, if you are still receiving big downloads about your role in a situation or many situations, right? Like just be in it. You don't have to fix it right now. In fact, part of the work is to realize there's nothing to fix. You just got to be in it. You just got to process the emotions. You just got to sit there and fucking feel it. And I know it sucks and I know it hurts, but it hurts uh, more. The more you bury it, the more, you know, just shitty archaeology there is to do later, right? And this is, again, this is one of the most healing cards in the tarot. And it is the one that really, it can just open us up to receiving so much information, and yet, it is the one that I'd say this card for me is even more uncomfortable than the devil card and the tower card because the hanged one, it just hangs on. The hanged man, hanged one. Um, it just hangs on, right? It's like, oh, I still got to feel this. I still got to be here in this. I'm trying to get rid of it. I'm trying to let go. Why can't I just rip off the Band-Aid? Because you're not ready. And if you try to force something when you're really not ready to let it go, when you're really not ready to finish the cycle, then, it, you know, there's still going to be more to do. So I do get that sense that we're finishing a cycle. We're clearing it up. And there may be a little more. It's all right. It's all right. Pisces is about that, right? It is the last sign in the zodiacal wheel. We're closing things up. We're finishing. We're dying. We're dying. Hanged man is is the process of that. And what's coming to heart in this moment when I mention that is during the process of actual physical death is the, I think they call it like journeying, right? The, the viewing. Is it, was it called journey? I don't know. I heard a hospice nurse mention this briefly once and now it's in my mind and now it's going to be in your mind. So uh, <laughs> how when right before someone's dying or as they're dying, they start getting that sense of travel and of peace and sometimes they can communicate that. This is what is happening for me. There's no more fear. I'm just, you know, seeing whatever maybe it's the dmt that's you know 
connecting them back in, right? Their conscious, our consciousness, connecting, uh, going back into the source, right? Somebody asked this question the other day, which I always appreciate because I, my answer just changes every time someone asks. And it was, you know, does our consciousness live on after we die? And I think a lot of people said no. And I've said no before in my life. I don't, I don't think so. But um, I think that individually, our consciousness does not live on, but collectively it does. It's because unfortunately, for better or worse, or fortunately, right? Um, just neutrally, right? I don't have to add my feelings, but it's like, I, I do think that we are all the stupid little fingers on the big God hand is how I have been seeing things lately, which it's not deep, but that's what's there, right? We, there's collective consciousness we don't really ever get lost, right? Um, this is the thought that terrifies and comforts me, right? The fact that nothing is ever really completely lost, that it all goes back to source, it gets recycled, um, and it it always comes back around in some other form. That's that's just how I feel about it this week. So, um. Anyway, this has been (laughs) a full moon tarot transmission for this Virgo full moon. I hope that you have a good one. Whatever you need to do to soothe your nervous system, you know, in order to prepare yourself for doing the the work, right? Doing the sorting you may have to do. Uh, digitally, mentally, or physically, do the things. Do the things that nourish and support you. And that's probably something I say every fucking reading, but we need that reminder sometimes that the most basic things that we need, yes, we still have to keep drinking water, uh, going to the bathroom, uh, <laughs> you know, bathing. We still have to do all those things. And uh, when certain parts of our life feel like they're on fire, we can think, oh, I just don't even have time or we just forget. I mean, maybe this is a neurodivergent thing mostly, but I forget to drink water. So if you're listening to this and you are parched, drink some water. Don't forget your basic needs. And maybe it's just this Virgo full moon that is reminding me of this, but when you are in that sensation of being regulated, right? You you know what that feels like. We know what being dysregulated feels like. When you are feeling regulated, if you are able, just write down like three to five words about how that feels in your body. And when you are dysregulated, review your words. Instead of worrying about how can I get back here? What are the practices? You know, bare feet on the ground. Is it you know, herbal body oiling, which if you're with me on Patreon, you know, I can't shut up about that. You know, there's all these different methods, but I think by now we know the methods. Let's get back down to what you're actually trying to get back to, right? How does it feel? 
take take a note of how does it feel in my body when I am regulated? And then whatever you need to do to remind yourself of those feelings, you know, invite your body back there. It's so simple and also I understand it is also difficult sometimes. But we can do both. <laughs> it can be both. Um also Additionally, I've mentioned this one before, but always with the Virgo full moon or just Virgo in general, earth signs, make a list of those basic needs, right? Um, You can write them as questions or just little keywords, prompts. For me, it is, you know, when I feel extremely dysregulated, I do not know what I need. I'm in a sort of crisis, survival mode, right? Um, you know what that feels like too, probably. Uh, when I'm there, I don't know what I need at all. And it's hard for me to even communicate. So I have a post-it note and on my post-it note, it says, when is the last time you had some water? When is the last time you hugged a friend? When is the last time you had a conversation with someone not in your family When is the, you know, these questions that I can go through the list and ask myself before I start, I start looking externally. Okay. This is that hermit, you know, hermit being connected to Virgo. This is the way you can learn to replenish, right? Light your own, um, lantern and, uh, become in a way self-sufficient, like independent, uh, for your needs. It doesn't mean we don't ever need other people, okay? Y'all know I, I don't think that. But, you know, checking in on your list and just have have those few things like, when's the last time I ate? Do I need to go on a walk? Do I need to meditate for five minutes, right? None of those things are things I want to do when I'm dysregulated. Let me be very fucking clear, okay? Um, but if I know, if I can see it in print, if I have that information, if I have no other idea what I need, I can just look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to drink some fucking water. It's that, it, you can get that disconnected. I get that disconnected from my body. So, um, all right, I, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope that it serves. Anytime you're listening to this, um, especially here at this Virgo full moon, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So this is, in case you're not a patron, I know most of you probably are. This is normally a video, but I'm going to experiment with doing it in this way. And if you would like to support me, if you found value in this at all, I would absolutely love to have you on Patreon. I would love to have you in our Discord community. I would love to, you know, connect with you. I am doing my best to stay off social media, Uh, not all the time, but I'm doing best to create boundaries there. So the best way to uh, connect with me is actually through the Patreon. And you can follow Patreon without subscribing. I try to add things for free, just like this recording. This is free. Um, This month it's free. Um, But I do these every new and full moon. I pull cards, I talk about what's coming through, and I hope that there's something for everyone here. If there's not, 
Um, you know, that's also information for you. Here's what doesn't resonate. And that's perfectly fine. I'm not the reader for everyone, but my personal sessions are open. So if you would like a reading from me, you can get one through my website, sleepyhousehealing.com. You can subscribe to my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash sleepyhousehealing. I also now have uh, two offerings through Fiverr. I have uh, plant spirit consultations and I have mini tarot readings, both of which I believe are $15. So it's not a live reading. You send your question or your what's on your heart or what you, you know, where you're at, what you need. And I send back either your reading or the plant recommendations that I have for you. So I would love to get some of those. No one has gotten one yet, but um, that's fine. I just like to have that option because I understand that a live reading is out of people's price range a lot of times. So uh, there are levels on Patreon where you can get a little mini reading every single month as one of your benefits and it costs less than the Fiverr offering. So just check out the tiers. I try to actually keep up with the benefits, but life is hectic. So I hope y'all have a great night, a wonderful full moon. I love you. I love you. I Take care. Take good care of yourself. All right? Bye.